Cal is away. I am alone. I made these recordings of his voice with mine. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. You're not here. I'm not here. I mean, you, you are now, but yeah. you won't be when this Goes happens. Out. I'll be somewhere else. You're, yeah, you'll be uh, I, in, I, in the I, sea. I hope everyone can hear me as well when I'm somewhere else. Uh, I've I've put measures in place to ensure that they will be able to hear you just as well as normal. Ah, uh, that's all right then. Is it because you're recording this now? Yes. Good. Yeah, okay, that, good they're, they're the measures I, I've put <laughs> it's, it's some good measures, man. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was prudent yeah. to record you before you left. Yeah, because, I mean, not everyone knows this, but every time you listen to a podcast, you actually just, it sends a little beeper out to us and we have to do it live every time. Yeah, every, every <laughs> second. We've got it's pages. Re- yeah, it's really difficult when one person's listening and five minutes later somebody else starts wanting to listen to it and we have to double everything up it's yeah i mean problematic. yeah sometimes sometimes we've just got to record on like a phone and you know we've got we've got to do that thing where you flip one phone over and just yeah. you know record your voice on the end of a phone and yeah. i'll be right there sort of talking into another one and recording it it's just very complicated busy. it annoys people we're with as well a yeah lot. <laughs> largely it's like oh sorry i'm busy sorry i've got to now yeah, every, every, watch every, cartoons yeah. until everyone thinks we're superheroes like they think, oh god, they're never around. They're never. You around. know, they're always just jetting off at a yeah. moment's notice. Yeah, get- and they like, they can never come up with a proper excuse. They yeah. just say, "I'm sorry, I've got to go got, and watch yeah, cartoons." Got to go watch cartoons and talk about the same thing I talked about ten minutes ago. I mean, it happened to us. It happened to us about an hour ago. It did. Uh, and yeah, we watched a lot of cartoons, and we uh, we really cemented some conclusions about yeah. the 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 cloning situation instigated by Cinecolor in the late 1940s. We did. Um, and it was, it was really quite insightful. Yeah, um, it, it, we came up with an interesting theory that we need more evidence to, you know, say, yep, that is the way it happens. But, I mean, there's a lot of evidence to it already. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's really come together really fast for yeah. something you just said. I know. Uh, yeah, so, weird, so, so we'll roll with that. Um, we've got a new feature uh, yeah. to go with that. It's called Clone Watch. <laughs> uh, I still don't have a jingle for it because uh, we're recording two on the same day. Yeah, we there's will a, get... There's a little peep behind the curtain for yeah. you. Oh, we, we, we will get a jingle indeed. ready and sorted for yeah. next episode. I mean, I don't think it needs to be a jingle so much. It just needs that little sound bite, doesn't it? Yeah. That little, you know, just to let people know they're on Clone Watch. Yeah. Like they've got to be watching. Yeah, it's like, like Eli'd. For well, clones. Yeah. But that was the only real revelation in the last one was 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 Clone Watch. Like, yeah, I mean, like like we had Marvin. He he was he, he came Marvin into was it. There. Yeah, yeah, I mean that like, was real good. So we've seen Bugs's first affiliation with any sort of governmental a- yeah. agency. We're trying to decide whether or not the moon is a tune and is it going to grow back. Yeah, there's a f- there's a few questions afoot. Yeah, but yeah, the the the, the big bo- the big one we've got to keep in mind uh, for this episode because so far as I can see, we're not going to. We're not going to get any Marvin the Martian in. No, nope. we do have some bugs though, and we last saw him hanging from the moon. Yeah, so that's that's got to be something. Yeah, like, I mean we can only because he did get the the distress call out. Yeah, so I guess he's just going to have been rescued, but we'll mm. see if he's still got that sort of uh, affiliation with the with the government with the government, yeah. or if he's off doing his own thing and he's occasionally called up like some sort of sleeper agent. Yeah, possibly. Um, but yeah, mainly uh, the only thing we 
Oh, we don't even need to think about Clone Watch by the looks of it, because no. we're not gonna we're probably not gonna hit a Cinecolor one either. We might do, but right now I think we're just going in pretty cold. Yeah, we are. To uh Hot Cross Bunny, which is a Bugs Bunny episode, unsurprisingly. Uh from August the twenty first, nineteen forty eight. It's not even an Easter one. It's not even an Easter one. It's August. Yeah. I know they do they do this stuff quite a lot though. They do, yeah. They're, they're a weird bunch. Yeah, they are. Let's get stuck in. Go on then. Sort of irritatingly isolated episode. Yeah. That, like, like, there wasn't much to go on there. I mean, it's getting quite difficult uh, at this stage when there's only one character really in an episode. Yeah. Um, but there are a few things to take from that. So basically, uh, in a similar vein to the start of the last Bugs episode, which we did in the last episode where he went to space and yeah. met Marvin, uh, he is roped into some sort of experiment uh, by the lure of carrots. Yeah. And he seems... He seems to have a very short memory in that regard. Like, presumably he's been rescued from the moon at this point. But they said, we'll give you more carrots if you become an experimental rabbit. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah, all yeah, right. Sure. Uh, so he's there in the lap of luxury in this room. But he, like, he's trotted out for this experiment in which uh, a scientist, a human scientist, is going to try and transfer the mind, like swap his mind with the mind of a chicken yeah. using this device. Now, it's a big sort of like... Uh, Huge auditorium. Like, yeah, uh, huge auditorium, massive uh, audience of uh, other scientists, yeah. all human. Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting at this point that I, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if they they were right to demarcate uh, when... Possibly. I mean, look, like, like, look what they're just, doing. Because, A, there's so many humans now. Yeah. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah. Like, they breed like rabbits, don't they? They, they breed like rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but B, like, scientifically, they're getting a bit... Uh, aggressive. Aggressive, yeah. yeah. really it's aggressive. A, it's a bit nuts. Um, yeah. But they seem to have worked out how to tap into, you know, what Toons want, which yeah. is basically to be entertaining, and in Bugs's case, carrots. Yeah. Um, because they don't seem to have any trouble uh, luring even Bugs into these sort of experimental probes. Yeah, I, I mean, because the thing is, we've seen, like, Toon scientists... Um, like non-human toon scientists, and they've never really kind of crossed the line into flat-out sentient experimentation to that sort of level. Whereas we've had humans, yeah, and like a human a employ Bugs Bunny pre-demarcation. Yeah. Oh, I should probably say, yeah, uh, very early on in the first season, uh, we realised that there was a demarcation line between human settlements and toon settlements yeah. uh, that has since been lifted and toons and humans have for a while sort of got on fine. Yeah, starting to coexist um, again. But it's getting a bit out of hand again, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, early on, uh, before the demarcation, uh, Bugs had a run-in that we think was the catalyst for the demarcation, yeah. which is when his employer at the department store uh, decided to have him stuffed for an exhibition. Yeah. That was a weird one. Um, and now, uh, yeah, scientists are doing this sort of lark. And I'm wondering if it's because... Because we haven't seen very many humans with toon powers, right? No. We've seen a couple, but they tend to be absolutely insane. Yeah. And I think, for the most part, it doesn't really happen to humans. Okay. And this is why they have to go along these uh, like scientific, mad scientific yeah. pursuits. 
uh, it would explain why the scientist that Bugs travelled back in time to stop creating the super serum yep. was trying to create the super serum. Like, they're trying to match their Animal Tune counterparts uh, because once humans sort of started trying to use animals for various things, yep. they all got stressed out and gained powers. And uh, the humans, I think, are trying to bring themselves up on a level where they can compete. Yeah. I, what I did find interesting in that is he was trying to um, swap the brains of a non-sentient chicken yeah. with a sentient rabbit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, over the course of the episode, I mean, it was mainly, once Bugs sort of realised what was going on, it was yeah. mainly a, a standard sort of chase episode. Yeah, he was just uh, doing gags. But he gets got with laughing gas at a yeah. certain point and carried into the auditorium past a table full of like uh, surgical implements yeah. and he pockets some scissors from the yeah. table of surgical in- implements and when he's plugged into the machine uh, he cuts the uh, the headset that's on him and pops one onto the scientist yeah. and swaps their brains around instead. He does a good job of it as well. Yeah, he's a professional. Yeah. I mean, he's Bugs Bunny. You don't mess. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of like the interesting dynamic of that that number of human scientists and like the current trend we're seeing across episodes especially bugs episodes uh for experimentation on other tunes yeah like i don't know there's much to take from that one not really because like i say because because it was an isolated episode it was one character they never left the building you know there's not much to really take away from it so it's interesting to see why like you know, possibly why there was a rift between humans and, and is it going to happen again? And is soon? it going to happen again? Um, because I'm starting to see the uh, <laughs> I'm starting to see the logic behind yeah, it. No, yeah, definitely, they're getting a bit big for their boots. But I think that's a I think that's about it. I think we should just move on pretty yeah, quickly. No, I, I think it's not a bad idea. Uh, we're going to go see Porky Pig uh, in the wake of the despotic rule of Porky the Third and the dismantling of his nation-state of Porkytopia. We know that there are a number of uh, Porky Pig lookalikes out in the the world, uh, just living day-to-day lives, uh, alongside the fact there's Porky the Fourth, uh, who is... Yeah, who took up the mantle. Took up the mantle of Porky Pig the Entertainer. Yeah. Um, So we'll... We'll see which Porky Pig we're dealing with because we know the portal, in its in its great wisdom, often opens on the wrong Porky yeah, Pig. It's just it's that Porky Pig that looks. And like I can a pig. see why it's difficult. Yeah, but you know, if you've got sometimes a, we can't. Tell. If you've got a finely tuned eye and particularly ear for it, mm. you can tell who you're dealing oh, yeah. with. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's dive in uh, to the pest that came to dinner. It's a Porky Pig number from September the eleventh, nineteen forty-eight. Well, it's nice to know that at least one Porky lookalike, uh, a, a relic of yeah. a bygone era, has found his place. And he has as well. Like, in the world. He seems, hopefully, that he's going to do quite well for himself. Well, it's because at the start, he looked real sick. Like yeah, haggard. Old, it's just like haggard. Yeah. yeah, it's taking its toll on him. Yeah, and it would. Yeah. Like having to, you know, at, like be the, the, the full guy for a despot day in, yeah. day out. Uh, so the episode revolves around uh, a termite issue in yeah. the city. Uh, 
like so Porky's sitting down and his chair will just get eaten out from under him and yeah. he'll just go fall down he's not happy about it uh, so he uh, brings in uh, this guy he's a, it's a proper hack like yeah. he, he's called uh, I am I am sure shot yes um, he's a dog uh, but he's he's basically a salesman. He, he's just flogging a load of gadgetry to Porky over and over again. Yeah, and making and Porky do the job. To try and help him get rid of the termites. Yeah. But ultimately, it, Porky just pretty much comes a cropper at every turn. Yeah. Um, he ends up getting his house destroyed. Yeah. And we were thinking, oh, is this guy working with the termites? Yeah. But by the end, Porky and the termites uh, team up. Yep. Uh, and uh, after dealing with uh, I am sure shot like you know giving him his comeuppance they start an antiques business together where the termites like carve these fancy chairs yeah so, so they take like existing furniture because we see it quite early on because we like saw the, they were skilled early on yeah like, like the termite went into Porky's house and went for his dining table and the first thing it did it's was turn it a f- much nicer yeah it turned table. it into a really ornate dining table and then turned that I don't know how it managed to turn that into some sort of like little lamp table, ta- little yeah. coffee table, lamp table, and then, it, and then it and then it munched <coughs> that down, but very gradually, such that the yeah. ceramic bowl on it was just lowered to the ground. Yeah, which uh, made me think because we are introduced to the termite. He's called Pierre. Yeah, he's apparently the strongest termite of them all. Yes, he's um, very charismatic. But it seems like they do have some level of environmental policy. Yeah, uh, like whereby you know obviously they need to eat yeah but they also uh try and maintain the non-wooden items that are around yeah they don't want to just go breaking stuff no uh so like they might have overstepped their mark uh a little and it was annoying porky yeah uh but and a lot of people in the city by the by the look of things yeah but i mean the general demeanor of both pierre the termite and just the the actions uh that we saw him and presumably some other termites take, but we're not sure. I think it was all just him. I think him. it was all just him in yeah. Porky's house. Uh, like, I, I think there, it's a discrepancy, like there are issues that could be overcome by negotiation and yeah. policy. Yeah. Um, and I think we see the start of that here. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's it's nice that Porky's like, Don, I've got a solution to this. Like, well, you know, yeah. there's let's, lots of let's wood work to together. Like, you know, we'll go and move it out of the woods and bring it here. Like, yep. And then you can munch down a lot of, but not all of it. And then we'll have fine one piece. Uh, yeah, artisan. It was amazing. Yeah, artisan furniture. It was incredible. Because, I mean, like, like some of the stuff that he was, um, like, kind of turning into, you know, fantastic pieces of furniture were just existing bits of furniture. It was kind of like um, Generation Game. It wasn't lumps yeah, it was of like wood a coming through. Belt going it was like a, a chair, a table, a bed, yeah. and you know that, that was coming through. And then he was going but to work really on basic it. Basic stuff. Yeah, and he was just giving it. So some I'm thinking it was kind of a bring along your finesse. stuff, and we'll make it nicer. Bring us your shit furniture. Yeah, and we'll make it pop, real all nude. Pop down like the IKEA. Yeah. Buy yourself the cheapest dining room table. Yeah. You know, and then bring it in here. Yeah. And we'll munch it down for a nominal fee. We'll we'll munch it down yeah bit of a service charge job done yeah and it wouldn't have they wouldn't have to charge that much no. like, for their termites work because the termites being fed being fed as well just has to be housed at porky well hopefully what's left of porky's house but i reckon that if he just could, got a ceramic house it would be fine yeah but i reckon that that termite could probably build him a really good log cabin yeah maybe he's had a log ca- well he hasn't no, but like but you several know, porkies have several porkies have and you know it might be nice yeah like that we, we've seen most of most of them have even the lookalikes have had a, a, a pension, pension for hunting. For hunting yeah. yeah, 
Uh, that, like it just seems to be something pigs like to do. Yeah. Uh, it it just seems to be the done thing. But yeah, I did find it interesting because it's the second sort of glimpse. Well, we've had a few glimpses into like insect life, but it's the it's the second sort of situation where we've had an insect who's proving a bother. Yes. Uh, coming to an agreeable solution. Yeah. With uh, you know, a, with a larger animal. Yeah. Um. Because we had it with a flea, yep. uh, who uh, you know eventually just sort of settled down on an area of that dog with a little flea circus, yeah. and they were both having a lovely time. Exactly. Um, and and again, we've seen uh, yeah here we've seen termites go. Look, do you know what? I I know I've been annoying you uh, since teaming up with this. I am sure shot. You're annoying me. Yeah. Like, can we work this out in a in a civil? manner and the answer yeah. is and the answer is yes of course they can start um, up a business deal with sure shot and that's done. and because because of the situation like he looks sort of haggard and old and porky the fourth mm. is quite plucky and yes like youthful uh so we've ruled out porky the fourth and then just because of this solution it's definitely not it's porky definitely the not porky the third no because he would not come to that and no. he, he wouldn't have went to sure shot either. this is this is a pig who uh since being deposed he's, he's seemingly still at large mm. um uh, has an ICBM in his kitchen. Yeah, like that. Again, th- he would not be going to show shot. We know. He would deal with it himself. Yeah, <laughs> like catastrophically. catastrophically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was nice to see, and uh, yeah. it's nice to see uh, little glimpses into these other societies because I, I I miss the underwater ones. Like we, yeah, we, it was we, nice we to see the get, fish, and we were starting to get a nice insight into the yeah, uh, what they the were underwater up to. creatures, and yeah. now. We haven't seen them in a while. We haven't have seen we? them in a while. We haven't seen any fish on land in we, quite we a while. We might we might have to. Uh, we might have to sort of stop paying our resident marine biologist that retainer. Oh yeah, because he hasn't been done much. Literally has he? no use for a like, very he was, long time. He, like he was, he was in one bit. Yeah. On the live show. Yeah. And he claimed not to be a marine biologist. Yeah. So like, uh, we think need to have a word with him financially. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's a sh- it's a shame to take something that negative from such a such a positive outcome in an episode. But it is. It was nice to see a little glimpse into. Termite insect, life. Into termite life. Yeah, it was good. And, like, I don't know, I just think, politically speaking, the insect uh, communities that we've seen have, in general, uh, after seeing that they're causing an issue to another society, have been very accommodating. Yeah, well, it, like, they seem to be getting more licence and legislation like behind what they can and can't do, yeah. which is working out really well because, you know, like when we looked at Airfly, this was way back in season one, he had a deed. Yeah. And I'm 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 starting to think that because when we started this out, like literally the first episode we ever did, we started in 1937, and there was a laissez-faire monkey government yeah. uh, in power, and uh, you know it was quite uh, progressive, but yeah. it was not sustainable at all. No, we and like the politics have definitely changed, uh, mostly due to the war. Yeah, but we've seen no firm evidence for anything that. To have really replaced uh, that political no, system. No, I mean like, I'm guessing there is something there, but we just we haven't had the right episodes. Like, but I think with the reintroduction of uh, humans to like toon society, yeah. I think it's probably politically just a bit of a, a bit of a minefield at the moment. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm hoping to get some insight pretty soon. Yeah, it'd like, be nice. It'd be nice to. Early on, politics seemed to play quite a heavy part. Yeah. And now, like, outside of these small like. Um, Little nuggets, little nuggets yeah. of other communities. 
No, we're not getting a lot. We're not really getting a lot. Um, and I'm hope I'm hoping that you know uh, some people other than Porky can see the merit of maybe some of these political ideas from the insect world. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that'd be really good. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to see some of the other Porkies doing well for themselves. Yeah, it, it would. You know, mm. do you know uh, a Porky that I'd like to see doing well for itself? Go on then. The Porky Piggy Bank. Actually, Shall we go got, and take yeah, a look? It's not a bad Just idea. Just check up on him. Yeah. Make sure he's all right. Yeah, because you've been sickly and, like, you know, he lives in the house with you. He so. does. But he has got a coat on there, though, so I don't need him. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Let's go and check him out. There he is, his little coat. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, he's looking good. He's looking healthy as well. He, he is looking healthy. Is, I'm glad he hasn't got ill. Yeah. So but he's not looking him. heavy. He's not looking he's heavy, looking gaunt. he's not looking plump. No. We need to fatten <laughs> him up. People uh, can help with that, though. Yeah, so we uh, we make the show for free. Uh, don't worry about it. That's not going to change. Nope. Uh, and, yeah, we, we, we're liking to see... The expanded listenership. It's, 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 yeah, it's going it, up. It, yeah, it is grown. We're and getting some good numbers. All of you who listen, thank you so much for doing so. Yeah. We uh, like we really appreciate it. It's nice to know we're not alone in this very important quest. Yeah, I mean, like we've discovered some fantastical things, some that some wouldn't believe. But the more people that are listening, the more people who believe it, and the more established it becomes as just the And then the we might make is. that Warner Brothers dollar. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's, it's oh, coming. it's coming. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much to anyone who's you know been spreading word of the show. Uh, yeah. uh, there's a there's a few little things you could do to help us out. Mm. Principally, if you listen on iTunes, please, please, please leave us a review. Yeah, it and a rating with those stars so much uh, because currently our podcast is largely all but invisible on iTunes. Yeah, unless you literally reviews. search for it. So if you're listening, if you're listening on iTunes right now. Yeah, just just pause it and please just just take a minute of your time to chuck a review in there because it really really help us out and it and it cost it costs nothing. Yeah, I, I mean you, it can just be something simple like I like this, you might like it too. Five stars. Exactly. Uh, but uh, if you're not on iTunes, uh, please just tell people about it. Yeah, loads of people. Like you know, if you're enjoying it, if you're up to this point, this is like the sixtieth episode. Yeah, like you've really got to be enjoying. If you're it. up to here. Even if you just started season two and you're here, you've got to be enjoying it. Yeah, you've got to be enjoying it. So, t- so tell some people. You, you, you probably hang out with people who would also enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And they probably hang out with people who would also and enjoy y- it. You never know. They might already enjoy it and you just might never have mentioned it to yeah, each other. Yeah, you could have been chatting absolute nonsense yeah. with that person and about Looney Tunes. tweeting it to us. For a year and a bit. Yeah. And then tweeting it to us to help us out, yeah. take the load off. Uh, you can Which find is easy. us on Twitter, yeah. at TSJ Community. Uh, or on Facebook, if you just search the Space Jam Continuum, you'll find us. Yeah. Uh, get involved in the discussion because we really like hearing what you've got to to say about it. Yeah. Like We've had some really good input from from various people, and like the live show was a nice little. Oh, uh, it was brilliant. Big Q and A session. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so yeah, please get involved in the discussion. Any theories? Anything you think we're wrong about? Anything we might have missed? Yeah. Uh, like yeah, please. Hop on the Twitter, on on the Facebook there, and uh, just... Hammer yeah, them out to us. Hammer them out to us, and, you know, we'll, we'll have a little chat about it, because yeah. we like doing that. We do like chatting about it. Um, otherwise, yeah, uh, you can head over to kaiju.fm, where there's a bunch of other great shows. Uh, but uh, there's a Support Us page. If you really like the show and you, you want to do a little more to help out, for as little as a dollar a month, you can get some extra goodies, some extra shows. Yeah. Uh, and... 
uh, it really helps us out just keeping the, the just the hosting ticking over and yeah. things like that. Uh, and even if you just listen to us, that's less than 25 cents an episode. It's a bargain. Um, but you don't have to just listen to us. No. There's a bunch of other good stuff over there. There's The Prestige, uh, which I'm currently uh, doing a stint on. Or, Well, I guess by the time this goes out, we'll have just finished a stint on. Yeah. Um, but it's a movie podcast hosted by Rob and Sam, but I've been uh, on there for there. the last month. So uh, go and check that out. There's Lawmasters, which is uh, great little nuggets of uh, D&D wisdom. Yeah, uh, they're really Rob. nice and short, aren't they? Real good. Yeah, like just a little nugget of inspiration for your campaign if you're that way inclined. Uh, otherwise, you can find uh, Cal uh, over there as well. You can. So uh, um, there is me and Mike, and we are doing by the mash tun. And I think there's going to be a little, a little, little bit about it in a moment. Yeah, I mean, it sounds almost exactly like this. Yeah. How much do you like beer? Do you drink it? Do you ponder it? We like great beer so much that we brew it. Maybe you do too, or are curious about the process and ingredients involved. Or maybe you just want to hear people talk about it. Come and join us, Buy the Mash Tun, a fortnightly beer and brewing podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer, and have a nice little chat about beer. You can find us on kaiju.fm or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just search for Buy the Mash Tun. Crack open a brew. It is amazing to me how hard they're sticking to this hair pun thing on the Bugs Bunny. Yeah, they're like they are really just keep going at it. Like we've watched over ten years worth of cartoons now, yeah. and they're still all hair something. Yeah, I it's mean, like occasionally it's something bunny, like uh, you know, in, hot cross bunny. Yeah, hot cross bunny. So but, many of them. I would say eighty percent probably yeah, have I'll hair in the. Yeah, mention them as a hair. Like, I've just got to work. Like, I, I'm. I'm adding that to the list of things we need to keep in the back of our minds. Like, what is the agenda there? Yeah, I, it, it does make me this think is that... Our, this is our archive from our side of the portal. Yeah. Like... They should know. They should know. But, like, I mean, I mean, the thing is... is Although, is it just people just having fun with code names? Yeah, I, I mean, what we need to remember is that these are the titles of the cartoons. Now, we know they're not cartoons. They're glimpses into the life. So they're just trying to slap a name onto what they filmed. Yeah, but at that point, I wouldn't want to be putting anything that drew attention to it, even if it's like... Would you not want to be putting... Slight, like, slight discrepancy in it. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people, especially because they were aiming this at kids, don't really care. And I don't a, a lot of the time, they don't even find out the title. I don't even know that they necessarily were aiming them at kids, though. No. Like, you know, they were on, like, before movies. Yeah, that's true. Cinema, like... But if and, you, like, if a lot you of didn't think it was real, dark. would you care? Well, and that's like, I don't think I would if I didn't know this was actually real. Yeah, but at the start, I would be like, at the start, oh, well, it's just a pun, pro- in it. Yeah, but at the start of this whole process, we didn't know. We just yeah, but it never bothered me until we just now. We'd check it out. It never bothered you me until now, though. You didn't know what it was called until now. Yeah, but I don't think it would have bothered me. I, I don't actually. I'm pretty pedantic. I was going to say I, I was, that was going to be my next <laughs> point. It's like yes, it would. Yeah, it would have bothered you immediately. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't think it would bother enough other people. If it bothers you. Send us a tweet or get us on Facebook. Just like if it if it really bugs you that it's you know about a bunny and they keep referring to him as a hare, let us know. We and need to we'll do a sort of poll. Yeah, if it doesn't bug you, also let us know so but, we can tally up. But in a in a detectable way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just say no. I am fine with this. Or <laughs> yes, this bothers me. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot. Of, please send us a lot of context-free tweets yeah. to that effect. 
so uh, yeah, this has been brought up uh, because the episode is called Hair Splitter. Mm. It's a Bugs Bunny episode from September 25th, 1948. Uh, apparently, is reproduced on a DVD called The Adventures of Don Juan. Now, interesting. So I think Bugs is going to get pretty seductive. Uh, yeah. Let's find out. All right. Makes more sense now. I mean, a little. Maybe. I, I mean, the main thing I've taken from that is that we finally have a way to distinguish between rabbits and hares on the screen. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a, like, the hares are bigger, bigger but, stockier. It's, but it, I think the nose is what's doing it for me. That big, like, it's a yeah. big round nose. Yeah. And a little. So, like, now we know for sure they're different in the two universe. Yeah. Different animals. And we know how to tell the difference. So that's good. That's only taking us a, <laughs> a year and a quarter. Yeah, but it has only annoyed me more that they keep getting it wrong. Yeah, it hasn't explained. It's, it's made me believe more that there's an agenda behind it. Yeah. Well, we'll have to find out what that is. It's not confusion. No. So the, the episode centers uh, around uh, Bugs and this hare are both uh, in love with Daisy Lou, yep. uh, a rabbit who looks remarkably like Bugs with lipstick. Yeah. Uh, and knowing full well of Bugs's, uh just general, any excuse goes. To dress up, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, with dressing up with a, like a woman, especially. Yeah. Uh, we knew we knew pretty early that it was going to head that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, but basically, uh, it's Bugs uh, beats the hair to the house. Yeah. Uh, and there's a note saying she's out and she'll be back at a certain time. So he dresses up as Daisy Lou and uh, basically tries to off the hair or make him feel unwanted. Yeah. Just try to get him to go away in general. Was so his he name Casper? Casper or Casbar? Yeah, like, I don't know whether it was, was just doing, her accent. Yeah, he was doing like a voice and yeah. it was very difficult to tell. But um, so it's like, I'm going with Casper because Casbar doesn't sound like... Like Casper sounds like a name. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to rock the Casper. Casper the hair. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> seems fair. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it's him just trying to get rid of Casper. But in the end, uh, he realises it's Bugs dressed up as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bugs takes his leave for a moment to recuperate. At that point, Daisy Lou comes back. Yeah. He thinks it's Bugs trying to fool him again. So he smashes a vase over her head and then... Bugs kindly provides a return vase to yep. Daisy Lou, who just smashes him up. He runs off. And then uh, Bugs and Daisy Lou get together in the end over an explosive carrot. They do. So she eats the explosive carrot. They kiss. And, it's and like, it explodes. Bam, it. Yeah. And, like, both them out, and they just assume it was the kiss that did it. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to be Bugs' wife of the week. Yeah. So that's the broad shape of the episode. Uh, yeah. It's the first time I think we've seen a specific love interest for Bugs. Yeah. But we have heard him say that he has millions of kids. Yeah, so, and a wife. So, <laughs> uh, and yeah, like, unless she's got real childbearing hips. Yeah, it's like, not I all from I don't think her. it's all from Daisy Lou. No, I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, he's found he's found a, a wife for the week. Mm. Um, we also know there's other love interests down the line. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. Again, really isolated episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it was nice to see that, you know, there was a hair in it. And, you know, I mean, they lived right next door to each other as well in the woods. Yeah. And it's interesting to see, like, they both have the same sort of elevator out of uh, their sort of their rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. Um, I took that to mean that 
when we see Bugs take the elevator out uh, of his home, it's, it's, a, it's an actual built place rather yeah. than like the interdimensional space he occupies uh, where he gets all his props from yes. using his uh, soil powers. travel powers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that sort of confirmed it for me. That's just that's just how people get out of their house if they're a rabbit or a hare. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to be burrowing out all the time or no, climbing you don't want ladders. That. No, because like, if you've got a handful of packages, you get your groceries in or something like that, you, you don't want to be up and down yeah, ladders. You want to stand on a small disc in the middle of your floor and it yeah. lifts you up and out of there because it's easier than steps. Yeah, like they just they like the easy life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's probably something that's installed in quite a lot of places, like much like the rabbit tracks, yeah. uh, which we haven't seen in a while. No, we haven't actually. Um, yeah, there was a thing called rabbit tracks a while back, which is, was a sort of transport network for rabbits. Uh, just let them run really fast. Yeah, it um, just peppered around the around the globe, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty good, uh, but I haven't seen them in a while. Um, maybe I don't, it, maybe I don't know if they're we're... settling down a bit more, they're a little less nomadic. Well, I, I'm thinking maybe it's because, you know, the, the rabbit we're seeing is bugs, and we're seeing much... Well, kind of later versions of bugs, so yeah, he's, he's not having to use them as much, so they're just never featured yeah, in the episode. He's got these powers, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see another rabbit uh, use them, like, and just just have a day in the life of a regular rabbit because yeah. we don't really get that insight. No, no, we don't. Because, like, for all intents and purposes, although he's demonstrated some level of tune powers, like Porky is a regular pig. Yeah, Daffy's pretty much mad mm. and like has some tomb powers like travel wise yeah but ultimately a day in the life it's not it's not as lofty as being uh time traveling dimension traveling <laughs> no. uh like super rabbit yeah he's got a lot going on like yeah but bugs is really you know the the top of the pile when it comes to power you know he's definitely not a regular animal of yeah. that type yeah definitely but yeah again like i don't know it's been a really odd really odd episode this week because yeah. It's been oddly serious for a start. Right, we've had, I mean, like, I don't, there's been some light-hearted moments, but yeah, it's just kind of, it's felt pretty deadpan. I mean, I don't really mind that. I like getting no. into the politics of it. The nitty-gritty. But like, yeah, I think it's because they've been quite isolated episodes. Yeah. And like, the individual little things that happen in them haven't proven hugely relevant. It's normally just been the overarching uh premise of of an episode that's 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 given us something to talk about mm. so yeah oddly brief one this week yeah and it's just a short you know, one. oddly down the line informative uh, education yeah. it's been education it's been some nuggets but uh yeah odd one hmm. hopefully next week i mean next week i know we start with a cynic color one yeah so we, we can got... see the return of everyone's favorite feature clone watch <laughs> it's gonna be a good one yeah, but until then, uh, bye. Bye. Yeah, bye.